I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. Linning at different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed. This is Danny G sitting alongside Rio and Jimmer tonight, and we've got a special guest. Who are we talking to tonight, Rio? Tonight we got Cameron King with us. Cameron, how you doing tonight? Doing great. How you doing? We're doing pretty good doing here. Good. Appreciate you taking time out of your day, my man. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, kind of kick this thing off. Um, when did you start playing sports as a kid? So, um, growing up, uh, my dad honestly always uh, wanted me to play every sport pretty much, playing soccer, basketball, football, just pretty much everything. And then as I got older, just picking the one that would help me progress the most. So I would say probably about uh, maybe seven probably okay yeah. okay so did you so did you said you did all those sports did you do a lot of travel sports like especially the baseball part yeah uh always traveling ever since probably 10 you uh going to tournaments all over the country all over the country not even just the state no yeah around the country <laughs> oh small oh, wow. that's right awesome and where are you from where'd you grow up uh i'm from gaithersburg maryland Okay. Okay. Very cool. You you started playing uh, baseball and a lot of traveling. How did you get connected with these teams and playing? Is it some you kind of joined locally or, or or how did that work? It was a, a local team. Um, you just uh, kind of had to try out for. It was a travel team and uh, uh, was thinking about playing rec ball, but a lot of those coaches told me I should try to, you know, try out for a little bit of a more competitive team and. I tried out, made the team, and it just went from there. Okay. Beautiful. What other, I guess, so you took baseball pretty serious. Were there any other sports that you took as serious in the sense of traveling and things like that? Uh, football and baseball, yeah. I took football pretty serious all the way through high school pretty much. Oh, would you? so would you play, what positions you play in football in, in high school? I was a quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. All right, all right. Snap. So, what I happen to see here when we were kind of doing some research before talking to you, you actually, you were a shortstop for a while, it looks like, right? That's right. Yep. Well, then that's a pretty big change, shortstop to pitcher. What what changed? Why did you make that change, man? Yeah, so honestly, uh, I was committed to a Division One school out of high school. I ended up decommitting just because the numbers didn't work out right. And then um, I talked to... Coach Mike at Lackawanna College, the school I was just previously at, and Josh Boggs, the pitching coach, was actually uh, – he trained me in Maryland before he got the job there, so it was a pretty good fit. And, uh, you know, I went there playing shortstop, and my coach was like, man, why don't you just get on the mound and see, see what happens? And I was like, all right, let's do it. I threw a pen, and I was like 89 to 91, and he basically <laughs> just told me, like, he was like, if you want to take this sport, 
to the professional level, you just need to be a PO. Wow, <laughs> just out there winging fastballs <laughs> like that. Yeah. I saw one. I saw one like that one time, and then uh, I tore my oblique. That was by wow. my yeah, yeah. That was by my uh, co-host here. I, I threw that, so uh. he did throw that, <laughs> and it was softball. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, uh, you you go into high school, <laughs> and so you're pretty much just playing two sports and baseball and football, correct? That's right. So how did your seasons go, respectively, in in high school in both football and baseball? How did you do? Uh, as a team and on a personal level. Yeah, so I stopped actually playing football after my freshman year. Um, okay. oh. It's just uh, the risk of injury was too too much for, you know, playing baseball. Like, if I land wrong, mess hurt my arm or something, there goes my main sport season, you know what I mean? So sure. that was pretty much the issue with that. But uh, seasons-wise, you know, baseball was great. Played at a really really good private school team was on varsity as a freshman you know learned from a lot of the older guys and they they really just helped me mature and that's why like i was so happy i wasn't on jv because the older guys really help you mature and i think that's what helped with a lot of my success throughout high school okay definitely no I, i i'm digging that um did you get much so you said you didn't start pitching until you went to college though right that's right Okay, so so when you were playing varsity, you were actually starting at shortstop too. No, I was playing second base. Playing second base at the time. Pretty pretty small, a little too small at that time. <laughs> okay, to make that. Yeah, I have full faith. You could have probably made that throw across there, right, from shortstop. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> Heck yeah! Uh, so you know, you you do a bunch of learning your freshman year. How did the team do that year? So uh, we made it to uh, the private school state championship uh, and unfortunately lost uh, first round oh. to a, a really, really solid team at the time. Damn. All right. So when did you transition over to shortstop then? So um, I played, honestly, shortstop. Uh, like in travel ball, I played shortstop. But once I got to high school, there was a senior who was uh, – playing shortstop at the time and he was a lot bigger a lot faster you know mm. just a lot more mature than i was at the time so i was pretty much under his wings he was pretty much helping me out playing second base and then eventually made the transition over to shortstop uh so i have a question for you on a little bit more personal basis my my sons play baseball more specifically my my youngest son plays travel ball in fact i state uh, state tournament this upcoming weekend. I'm curious what advice you have for any any ball player, uh, ranging all the way up even through high school. What they should be, uh, what would help fine tune their game. Things that uh, maybe you didn't quite uh, you didn't quite realize until you got a little later on that maybe it could be fast tracked. Like s- stuff that they personally can work on that would um, crispen up their game. Yeah. Um... You know, the big thing for me was I pretty much every time I go out on the field, you know, I would lace up my cleats, get ready to go out. And then the big thing for me was I would just make sure everybody knows how much I love the game. I would run out on the field, run on and off the field. I would just have fun. I'd be talking a lot, you know, just showing how much I'm passionate about the sport. Like was a big thing for me. And a lot of scouts even came up to me and told me that they love that part about me. 
And I think that's a big thing that for a lot of kids that they don't realize is like you need to show these scouts like you want to be there. Like you want to win, you want to compete, you want to be that guy for them. And that was the big thing for me. Um, they, a lot of scouts look for stuff like that in a player. So that's the big thing for me, for sure. Okay. I, I like that. That's a good tip. Yeah. I'll make sure my son listens. No yeah. <laughs> the kid's super competitive and uh, loves every part of baseball, but sometimes he takes it a little too serious. Like, sometimes you just got to chill, right? I know how that feels. I was like that all the way and through high school, too, honestly. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, you know, you, you're stepping on the mound after playing in the infield that long, and, and the, today's baseball is so positionless. It, it seems like we see guys pitching that play in the field, we, you know, vice versa. And so I'm sure anybody looking at you is definitely loving the aspect that you can do both or could do That's both right. for them for sure. Uh, so yep. talking about the rest of your high school career, how, how did the next three years go? So uh, sophomore year, I uh, started to see, like, I was in the starting lineup. I believe I even was batting either in the one or two spot okay. at that time. Uh, you know, was just really having a lot of success. And in Maryland, private school baseball is big. Uh, a lot of solid teams around here. Um, and just being able to, you know, help my team win in the one or two spot, playing second base, you know, that that was just a big highlight for me, I would say. And then going into junior year, same success. And then uh, senior year was really when I started playing shortstop a lot, uh, like starting. But uh, junior year, it was kind of second base shortstop, like flipping back and forth a little bit. Okay. So how about team success? How'd you guys do junior, senior year then? Uh, junior year, we kind of struggled a little bit. Um, you know, it just wasn't our year a lot of seniors left you know a lot of younger guys but senior year came and uh there was just covid which was terrible yeah. took my se senior season away yeah, so that's... that was unfortunate but i can tell you right now with the kids we had we were gonna be honestly probably state champs i, I believe that okay so you're feeling that good about definitely. it definitely yeah, for sure heck yeah so you said you committed to a Division One school. As you're going through the high school process, what what kind of recruitment were you getting uh, before ultimately coming out of uh, high school? Yeah, uh, so I would go to a lot of local showcases with my team. My team played at, like, George Washington University, schools like that. And, um, yeah, a lot of, like, local Division One schools, like schools in, like, Virginia, Maryland, like – and some down south schools but uh mainly kind of local schools were really the ones talking to me in uh high school okay and uh did you have a favorite i mean obviously you said you committed and decommitted but what were a couple of favorites there uh, and then who did you ultimately commit to before decommitting yeah so um a couple of my favorites i really liked radford university at the time um but that it just didn't work out unfortunately because they uh committed a few too many shortstops at the mm -hmm. time and of course i was playing shortstop and uh and then it was pretty much between them and the school i was committed to was iona okay yeah uh, all right and uh ended up decommitting and, okay. and why why was that you were just saying it just kind of didn't work out make sense for you then 
Yeah, it was just smarter for me to go JUCO, I felt. Okay. Okay. Just help with the growth and all that? Exactly. Right. So it looks like you are, you just recently committed to Mount St. Mary's? Correct. Is that correct? And then, so you going into this, into this uh, next season here, what are, two part, number one, what do you feel you need to work on the most to take your game to the next level? And then... Is there anything they specifically maybe said, hey, can you get, can we start looking at this? Um, I don't know if it's another pitch on top of that. So what I can see, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you do what, what do you do? You throw a fastball changeup and a curve, right? Yeah, well, uh, recently I added a like kind of level of a wipeout slider too. Okay. And uh, was working on a cutter too, but I'll just keep the slider for right now. The cutter's a hard pitch to throw. That yeah. is. <laughs> Absolutely, but, uh, but yeah. what? But uh, but what's uh, one thing that you feel you definitely need to get honed in on before the next season comes in? Yeah, um, I would definitely say just uh, uh, probably, you know, I want to work on my curveball a little bit more. Uh, you know, I pretty much live off of my changeup. My changeup is by far my best pitch. And it's just successful. Like, it's, you can't really teach how to hit a chain up, honestly. Um, but, yeah, landing the curveball, I want to try to land it 0-0. Uh, even when I'm down in counts, even, maybe like a 1-0-2-0, where right. they're thinking fastballs come in, throw a curveball in there for a strike. You know, be confident in that pitch like that. Okay. Uh, that, that's probably the biggest thing for me to work on, for sure. Okay. I'm digging that. Very cool. Uh, so... You're, you already committed to this school. If you were giving yourself a scouting report, what do you say that you bring best to a team uh, that brings you on? Uh, How do you I'll describe yourself, I suppose? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just like to – I like to really stay humble, but in the way that I still show – like, I, I love being a leader. I love – like, I'll get on – my teammates if I have to if I see that they're not you know pulling their weight sometimes and you know I just like to bring a winning feel to my team I like to bring energy uh, I'm a very energetic player I'm always like hyping up my team like good job on stuff and if somebody's struggling like I'll go up and talk to them and try to help them out but you know being a leader I feel is so important nowadays like I just feel like a lot of teams don't have a strong leader sometimes yeah, that's that's big, uh, that's big time. That is big time. Is there an MLB player that you maybe see yourself, you know, their game in yourself or that you compare yourself to? Yeah, so one of the players that my throwing coach actually compared me to was Tyler Glass now. Okay. Uh, we yeah. have kind of similar, like, arm action, mechanics, stuff like that. Obviously, he's throwing 100 miles an hour, and I'm not <laughs> yet, but... <laughs> You know, I would definitely say him. He brings you are, a lot of energy. You are emphasizing the yet part, though. Yeah, the yet. The yet. <laughs> so right. he's like, he's he's like, I'm getting there. That's going to happen. <laughs> That's right. I got it. So build off that same question right there. What's your? So you have to have a favorite MLB team, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, I'm a big Orioles fan. Aria. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, ouch. Right. <laughs> hey, they've been rolling recently. They have been. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. They what I'm eight straight. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a faithful fan. Even when they're bad, I'm still a fan. I don't appreciate go. that regardless, Definitely. right? 
So, who, who, okay, past or present, who's your favorite player then? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. I always used to tell people because I was, I was a tiny second baseman in high school. My favorite player always used to be Dustin Pedroia. Uh, he was always my favorite player because he was just, you know, small but making it look like he was the biggest player on the field. Yeah. And even though I'm pitching now, I still feel it. I still love his game. I'll, I'll probably say him. Okay. But on the pitching side. On the pitching side, I really like Bueller. I'll be honest, like, yeah, I love is. what he brings to the table. I, yeah, I love his it, the stuff, the makeup, the swagger. I feel he has on the mound uh, to That's take right. control of the game, and he's one of those. He's going to be one of those next ones to come up and dominate the game for years to come. I feel like. Hundred percent. So I was thinking the exact same thing with uh, Pedroia when you said that, though, because like how you ex- how you explained your own playing and your own personality. That's what I remember of Dustin Pedroia out there. Like, it, it doesn't matter. He might not have looked like he, he – he definitely wasn't six foot. He probably would have wished, but he was always, like, full <laughs> – he was always, like, full of energy and hyped and ready to rock and once something, ha- something good happened and usually great for that matter. Uh, you just see him, like, erupt. But it never seemed like he fell too far down either, like, even when the stuff wasn't going that way. That's right. So we're learning a little bit about uh, some of you cats out there in Maryland. We actually interviewed another guy earlier this year, uh, Miles Levere. He's at, how close is Prince George to where you're going? Well, Miles and I actually, we were just talking the other day. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is awesome. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, him and I, we've hit together before. When Obviously, when I used to hit, sadly, don't swing anymore. Sometimes I do in BP, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> No, but, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, did you guys play together when you were younger, or like, how'd you guys connect? No, we actually met. Um, I want to say it was on Twitter. He liked one of my videos, followed me, and uh, he was telling me where he was from and all that. And I was like, "We got to hit sometime." And I ended up seeing him at the training facility by my house. And uh, yeah, that's just how we met. <laughs> Hey man, that's man, uh, a, that's pretty neat. That's a small world. Right now. <laughs> that's that is awesome small world. Absolutely. for these three guys in North Central Iowa, man. To <laughs> talk to you two, that's crazy. That is. Just crazy. Hey, we know how to find talent, though. That's right. what happens. That's, that's right. right. You're finding studs, <laughs> studs all over the place. Happen to be from the same place. <laughs> right. So who who do you feel you already gave us one who's playing right now, and obviously a stud. Who do, who's the best position player in baseball right now? <laughs> do you feel probably Byron wow. Buxton? Right. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, uh wow. That's a tough question. <laughs> uh you know, like Adley Rushman and them on the Orioles though, you know, I gotta say <laughs> Yeah, he just got called up not too long ago and uh That's right. He's been a stud. Doing his thing, yeah, for sure. Balling out, man. I love it. Yeah, uh, so if you had a, a pick for, let's say, a D1 school come calling, who would you pick to play for? A- any team they come and offered you, say every Division One team in, in college came and offered you a scholarship, where would you say you wanted to play? You know, uh, I'll be honest, like, this probably isn't the answer you're looking for, but the thing for me would be wherever I'm going to be a starter. Like, that's the big thing for me. I'm going to go there, pro- like, most likely be the Friday night guy and help them win and help myself develop uh, is the big thing for me. Okay. All right. So that let, let's lead into this then. So 
you ultimately uh, made the change to pitcher, it sounds like, because you're hoping for an opportunity to go to the big leagues, right? Correct. So that's, I, I mean, big picture, that's the goal, but let's say that doesn't happen. What are you going to end up doing, Cameron? So, um, honestly, I was thinking about going to law school, either doing that or I was going to go into real estate. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so definitely baseball is the move, I think, out of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that route. For sure. I, I hope I don't have to go to school for extra years. <laughs> right. No, I was going to say, uh, I have full faith. Especially, it sounds like you're pretty damn committed and uh, you take it pretty serious on a fun for side, sure. of course. But. Well, if you're slinging that thing 90 and you have not been doing it for very long, that's just, you got nothing but the sky's the limit, man. Shit. Right. That's right, for sure. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Matt Bush. Back in the day, he was an infielder, uh, made the transition over to pitcher. At some point, was out of MLB, and then he threw for the Rangers scouts in like a Golden Corral parking lot. And, <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, That's crazy. he had some other problems going on. You know, he was dabbling in some some other stuff he shouldn't have been, but then ultimately got That's clean. Um, and then they took a look at him as a pitcher, ended up coming back, and, and he's played several years. He's still with the Rangers right now, but. Uh, so anything is definitely possible, man. That's right. You just started throwing, so uh, as a pitcher, so sky's the limit for sure. Yeah. So you have what three? Did I see three years of eligibility left? Yep. I'm I'm gonna be a sophomore. Okay, that's plenty of time, brother. Yeah. For absolutely. sure. Yeah. I agree. So is it what's it looking like going into? Mount St. Mary's, uh, does it is it look like you're gonna be a part of that rotation right out of the gate, or bullpen on up, or what? What what's the what's the feel there? Um, so after talking <laughs> with the coaches and stuff, you know, that's kind of hoping that's the plan. Um, obviously nothing's handed to me, but uh, I'm confident in myself that I'll be able to go get that. And uh, you know, the way the coaches believe in me too, uh, it's just a perfect opportunity. I feel. Hey, without me full-blown looking it up, hook me up here. Where's Mount St. Mary's at? Mount St. Mary's is in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Okay. All right. So, so what made you pick them when you, when you committed to them? What was the, the selling point there? So uh, there, there was – honestly, recruiting got really busy for me uh, this past year. Um, but, you know, I was kind of down to a couple schools – yeah, can you let us like, know what what who they were? Yeah, so uh, it was I was talking to schools. It was like uh, Richmond, Dayton, Monmouth, uh, kind of schools like that. And uh, there was a, a, one school across the country that I was really interested in was Washington State, but that was just too far. And uh, but Monmouth, and uh, honestly, was I was kind of pretty much about to commit there, honestly. But uh, you know, Coach Leone called me from Mount, Mount St. Mary's, and uh, he just told me, he was like, like I, I'm taking over this team, whole new coaching staff, um, he's bringing in his guys, you know, he wanted me to be a part of that, and Coach Leone, I'll be honest, is one of the night, like most genuine guys I've ever talked to in my life, you know, he, I feel like I could call him right now, and if I'm, if my girlfriend broke my heart or something, I could talk to him about it, and he would talk to me, and we just started talking not long ago and he just made me feel at home like I've never felt so comfortable with a coaching staff in my life and all three coaches are great 
So that was definitely the big thing that sold me on that school for sure. Okay. I like it. Yeah, like very it. cool. So if you don't mind here, Cameron, we do this uh we do this segment here, uh called Rio's Randoms. He throw my man here throws out three questions, kinda like a would you rather based. Uh, a little off the wall, nothing too serious. Uh would you be down to do some of that? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. All right, here we go. You know what time it is, folks. It is time for Rio's Randoms. Brought to you by Bose Power Washing out of Belmont, Iowa. Make sure to hit them up for all your cleaning, power washing, mowing, snow removal needs. He'll hook you up. Hit them up at 641-903-1720. Uh, tonight on Rio's Randoms, first up, would you rather be able to read minds or move objects with your mind? Uh, I would definitely rather read minds. I just, I want to know what people are thinking, you know, like everybody, even in baseball. Like, I want to know what a scout thinks about me and stuff like that without oh, having to ask. Ooh, that's a okay, good twist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you, he could be thinking, God, I wish he threw more curveballs or something. You're like, Damn. I, I, got, <laughs> right. I got you, baby. Right. Like, Man, I wish he was a knuckleballer <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> that's right. So that's a very dangerous game, being able to read minds. Because I know like some of the looks I get from my wife yeah. that I know whatever she's thinking <laughs> is not going to be pretty. So sometimes I'd just rather leave it with the face, the face look, the facial expression. <laughs> Move stuff with my mind is where it's got to be, I think, for me. <laughs> right, you could bring that to the baseball field too, right? You throw the pitch and then you just kind of dance it up the, just kind of move oh, it right yeah. around the bat. There you move go, it yeah. right around the bat. Oh yeah. Or or <laughs> I can move the bat for him before the ball. You know, yeah. right when the ball is like way plenty short, just right? Swing right under the pitch. Right. Okay. Where, that's a, that's where are you going? Yeah, I'm going moving my or moving with your mind for sure. I don't want to know what people are thinking at all. Oh hell it's no. Not. That's yep. dangerous. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess so. In, if in his instance, what he's talking about, I would assume is makes he's sense thi- for him, hundred percent. Well, he's yeah. thinking about like I can shut out because you're not thinking like uh, what women want. Yeah, I don't know if you ever seen that movie or not, but where they he can't control what he's hearing. Right. You're, you're saying that you can control. Like I can. I'm like looking at Danny, and I can think only. I can hear only what he's thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so actually, that may not be necessarily a bad thing either. <laughs> Yeah, That's I just true. make sure. I, I just want to make sure I don't want to hear my wife's thought what, process. Yeah, until <laughs> you go to get busy with your wife and you whip it out, and she's like, her thought is like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> no, I'm used to that. She said that a lot. I don't even. Oh, wa- I don't even wonder. Jesus, she's like, "That's what you got, Leah." <laughs> Sorry, she says with all due respect. Evidently, I'm supposed oh, to be okay with that. Right. As long as you say it at some point, right? you got to start saying it before though. Uh, it's number two on Rio's random tonight. Would you rather? Be constantly sticky or constantly itchy if you had to pick one. Oh, oh that's terrible. That's They're terrible. both terrible. Yes. <laughs> both terrible. Probably sticky. I think being itchy is just the worst feeling ever, honestly. And yeah. if I had to do that every day, that's terrible. Yeah, so my skin just ate up, like, just got eaten up by a bunch of mosquitoes, and it was driving me nuts terrible. with that itch, right? Yeah. Mosquitoes in Maryland are so bad. I bet, yeah. I I was going to say they'd have to be over there on the coast, especially. The, but, I like, even around here, we're getting a lot of flies that are biting and shit, too, and that mm-hmm. starts itching a little bit. I would yeah. have to go with Sticky, even though Sticky, this is like a one-two for me. It's hard, yeah. So Sticky would probably be the very closest thing to, to the itch. Like, uh, like yeah. I don't like being Sticky, either. 
Yeah. Being sticky is terrible too. Yeah. It's like when you're trying to like eating pancakes or something, you get some syrup on your fingers. That's I just hate that feeling. Like, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how I don't know how my kids can do that shit. You know, snack <laughs> snack away at stuff in their hand, and then you see. We've talked about this. You ever seen a tablet used by a oh, yeah, four or five year old? It is horrendous. I'm like, what the hell was on your hands? Oh, you haven't yeah. even eaten anything today. <laughs> right. That is nasty. Right, his hands come out looking like a lint roller, just like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you got, real? Yeah. I, Story time. I I got poison ivy one time everywhere, and that was that was the worst feeling. Every like like all the places you don't want it, and so yeah, I'm gonna have to go with sticky. What are you doing? Fucking streaking through the goddamn field? I don't know. I was uh, wearing a banana hammock, and uh, um, yeah. Anyways, you know, you, you just start scratching, and it starts going everywhere, and then next thing you know, it is literally everywhere. And I never want that feeling ever again. That was the worst thing ever. So I'd have to, I have to go with sticky, even though that's not a great one either. Um, yeah, they're both terrible. <laughs> they're both terrible. But I, that, I, I just feel like in your mind the itch, drive yourself crazy. Yes. No. 100%. First of all, two, never want to be itchy. Two references from the other guys in uh, like a week. Remember when he? That's how they met. Will Ferrell and his wife was he went to the hospital with poison ivy in his ass. <laughs> oh yeah. That's exactly, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't remember that. Yeah. Um I'm going to go itchy. I'm going to go I'd rather be itchy cuz I feel like there could be some semblance of relief. You're scratching it and it for a second feels better even though you still got to itch it again. I don't think sticky I'm ever going to get that. It's always going to be sticky. Okay. It's going to be annoying as shit, so that's my logic. That's right. Okay. That's okay. right. I could see that too. I got yeah. you. You kind of get a little bit of relief from the from scratching the <laughs> at itch. least either, you're getting relief either, you either way yeah. your life is hell yeah so, gotcha it's not gotcha. great <laughs> worst environment imaginable that's all you gotta say worst mm-hmm. environment imaginable <laughs> all right and uh last up for rio's random tonight would you rather pitch a perfect game or hit a walk-off home run to win the world series Like for real, I love pitching. I'm I'm really getting used to it, but hitting a walk off to win the World Series would be insane. I don't think there would be a better feeling. Yes. So, so this is this is a little a little difficult. I'm gonna have to still go with the walk off home run though, because whatever city you did that for, you're never buying an alcoholic beverage yourself ever again. It's <laughs> true. Never again are you walking into it doesn't matter what team it's for, let's say Let's say it was for my lowly twins, and they do that. You go into Minneapolis, any of those sports bars, you're never gonna have to pay for another drink ever again. Maybe not That's a meal, right. and like, maybe not a meal either. With, yeah, and like with, with pitching, like I, I love, uh, like I care about my team a lot more than myself. And pitching a perfect game, that's that's a lot of, you know, clout for yourself. But hitting a walk off home run, that's for your team, you know. So I, I really like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I think the the perfect game, like, there's only been so many, right, mm-hmm. ever in history, so it's a big deal. But you also, a lot of times that happens in their shitty teams. The pitcher just gets lucky or, you know, kind of lucky. That's right. Quote, quotes, yeah. right? Um, and they still have a shitty season, and the perfect game is great, but then it's over. And you forget the about them. Is, yeah, and you forget, and you forget about, about them. Exactly. Like, honestly. Exactly. Unless, yeah. it's, unless it was a huge name guy in the first place, you right, know? Like, yeah. if it was one of the – main five studs of the season anyways and he did that then yeah. maybe you remember oh yeah he threw a, p- a perfect game yep. nobody's yeah, for, like, nobody's forgetting throwing a perfect game you're gonna know it forever like, yeah, yeah right. that's always gonna be 
Okay. All right. Thanks to shit on my parade because I'm, <laughs> I'm, picturing, I'm picturing the perfect game. <laughs> I just hear y'all bash on the perfect game like, uh, I should have gone first. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to pitch that perfect game, get my name in the history books. I don't care if it's a shitty awesome, team. Though. You know, that's, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I just think that the feeling of – I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is a lot on the pitcher, but the catcher's got to call it. The defense, you know, still has to make the plays. And I think just the feeling of – once you get to like that seventh inning, just a feeling of trying to keep every out, trying to keep the nerves. And I mean, that walk off home run would be awesome in in the moment as well. And I think all, you know, you win the World Series, but I think I think you get to that seventh inning on. It's like every out is like you're living on the so edge. Much is pressure, yeah. the pressure, sure, and, exactly. and then when you finally accomplish it, it would be such a rush. I'd probably have to go with the perfect game. Get get your name in the record books. So that yeah, yeah that would be awesome too. So that right there, I didn't think about that part of it. And you're right because the that moment that you're up to plate and you and you go and take that swing, there's a lot of pressure in that five minute swing right there. Maybe it's not a build up though. Yeah, it's not a build up like that because you may not, you didn't know you may even get up to that moment. So anything from exactly. like what you're saying, that seventh inning on, you're constantly yeah. you start looking at your yeah. teammates like, don't fucking look at me. Right? Don't don't you dare don't pat me on the back. Don't you touch my no, goddamn head. Talk about don't it. That you don't talk about it. You leave me the hell alone. Right. Yep. You feel clean. Like have you got? Have you gained any of those superstitions yet? Actually, we'll wrap up the music first before you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. was Rio's Randoms. Yeah, that tonight uh, is all I've got for Rio's Randoms. Make sure you hit up our guy, Kevin Beauchart, for all your cleaning, power washing, snow removal, and mowing needs. All right, so I'm going to turn that into a two-parter. Well, number one is, what is your normal... Um, what is something that you feel that you have to do, Cam? Like, no matter every game or anything that, like, kind of settle your nerves. And then have you gained anything from becoming a pitcher, a new routine for just pitching? Like, there's something that you have to do for that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm a very superstitious player. Uh, everything has to be even numbers. Uh just a bunch of stuff like that. I'm just weird about stuff like that. So every time I wake up, I'll like, I won't get out of bed until it's an even number. I know it's weird, but that's just how I am on game day. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I go downstairs, eat. Like, I'm always making sure if I'm watching TV or something that the volume's an even number. I would say that's definitely my superstition. All that's, right, that's that. not bad. Okay. But, numbers. But yeah, I'm not, that's not too bad though. Like, I don't have super bad superstitions, really. No, just the even number. That's not. But no one puts their hand right. in my glove. Though. That's the other thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's almost like going up to like a bald yeah. man and rubbing his head, right? A, gro- a grown ass <laughs> man, you don't touch my head. Like same thing, don't touch my glove, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Definitely not like. Yeah, that's nothing weird, you know. Like I wear one sock around the house for two hours, and after that, put the shoe on and the other sock and. Yeah, there's much worse than oh, even yeah, numbers, sure. man. Hell yeah. If even numbers is it. So you try to make sure that your first pitch is like an even number fastball or like fastball or mile per hour? Nah. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be able to clock it in like that? Be like, yeah, all right, we're set that the tone. probably make my day a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
And then, uh, so what do you do when you're not doing baseball, my man? What are you doing to, like, chill, relax, hang out with friends? But, like, what what is it that you're going to do? You know, uh, I would say I love fishing. I really, really got into that. My grandpa, uh, he lives, he lived out in Iowa, Ooh. but, um, he, uh, he lived with us for a while and him and I would always go fishing and, you know, that's just something I always remember him with and I just love doing it. It helps me relax. You know, I'm not worried about social media, anything, baseball, you know, it's just relaxing to me. I like that. Hell yeah. I used to go fishing with my grandpa too. That was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, that being said, it, so how long, and I know how baseball can go. I mean, I know how long you a person can train for, uh, even here in Iowa, how this kind of, and we get some really shitty weather, but how many months out of the year do you train for baseball? I'm not talking about just weightlifting or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, mechanics, batting, everything. The whole works like that. Yeah, honestly, every month. Okay. It, it doesn't stop. It's it's all year. Okay. That's kind of what I figured, too. Like I said, there's a lot of places around here that are starting to get a hell of a lot more into that part of it. Um, yeah. It's usually indoors by uh, – they do a lot of fall ball now. That wasn't a thing before. Like, when I was a kid, that fall ball wasn't a thing. It yeah. was your normal yeah. your normal league. And then when it was done, it was done, you know. Now yeah, it's going you know, through I'm, the – go ahead. It's honestly nice, like – I'm blessed too because my summer team actually has a facility right by my house and it's 24/7. You know, you're on the team, you get the code, you can go whenever you want. So, I, can, I there's no excuse for me not to get my work in, honestly. I love it. Heck yeah. Hey, uh, well, <clears throat> before we let you go, we know that playing sports at the next level in college is obviously a privilege. And is there anybody you would like to give a shout out and thank for helping you on your journey along the way? You know, uh, of course, my family and, uh, you know, but uh, my dad, you know, he always, always would take time out of his weeks, his weekends, you know, when he could be relaxing, he'd be driving me to tournaments, you know, get me baseball stuff and definitely, you know, both my parents. But, uh, you know, my dad, he was always, always there for me when I needed something for baseball or had to go far away for a tournament he would take off work and you know go with me so definitely i would say all those people for sure awesome hell yeah hey man well yeah thank you for giving us your time tonight uh it's been a pleasure and hopefully we'll be able to catch up sometime maybe during the season talk about how it's going you know and uh how you've got sub one era going on and whatnot that's right, baby. We're excited <laughs> to sure. see the progress, man. Yeah, yeah. see that. Maybe you'll see me in a couple of years. Let me get my Tommy Johns here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see me on the rise. Yeah, there you go. It's a, already partially there, especially right. on softball pitching, so, brother. What's up, what's up, Doc? Give me that Tommy John. <laughs> uh, but that being said, Cameron, it was a real pleasure having you on, my man. Uh, we do appreciate it. We appreciate the time you give and uh, one hell of an interview, my man. Thank you guys so much. I, re- I really do appreciate it. A lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, Cameron. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you we'll later. We'll talk to you later, Cam. Have a good one. Sounds great. You too. But how crazy is it that he talked to Miles Levine, like, what, last week or whatever? Yeah. Uh, that's a, a small, small world, world, man. That's insane. Uh watched a little bit of his uh, – I don't know if you guys got a chance to or not, but I watched some of his clips and stuff on there. And yeah. 
a little raw, but I think obviously when you just, when you just jump on the mound, there's so much potential there, and yeah, hopefully they're sure. able to kind of hone that in for him. Yeah, uh, he sounds pretty confident. That's key number one. That's the very first thing that you need. You need to be able to be confident. So uh, impressive interview. Hopefully his uh, hopefully his career and season takes off. You heard it from Three Gig Sports first. If it does, so you're welcome. Pay attention. You're welcome. Interwebs. Just like our man Carlos, I you seen that? I retweeted his thing, and did you see what he did to him? He like kicked that dude in like ribs or in the stomach, right? Yeah. And yeah. fucking dude just <coughs> and almost he was almost like puking up there. Yeah. And Carlos kind of goes up. He's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to hit him, and he's like, Well, he's not calling it yet, so he yeah. cracks one in there. Yeah. yeah. It was really similar to the fight in Mason because he kicked him, and then the guy went down, and then he just started drilling him. Is like eerie. It was so similar. Yeah. But yeah. One bad motherfucker Fuck right there. Yeah. That it is. Speaking of which, he used to do a little MMA. How much would it take for you to get in the ring with that cat? That cat? That cat. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot? Ten grand at least. Ten grand? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Ten grand to get Mike, you up in there? set it up. Correct. Mike, you heard the dollar amount. And he's, and you know that Chris is a shower. So even if he's getting mauled, he'll do it for every fucking round you put it in there for. Mm-hmm. Ten, grand. Right, Ten grand. Ten uh, grand. Tax-free. Yeah, I'm yeah, uh, out there. yeah. You want to walk away with ten thousand dollars, right? And he won't be in the right state of mind. So go ahead and write that for uh, Three Gig Sports, if you don't mind. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take care of that check for him. Whoa, business managers. That's yeah. right, business managers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready to roll with some news? Let's go. All right. Uh, so we talked the other night. Damian Lillard uh, says that he's proud to be known for committing to one team. Lillard said a title wouldn't be as fulfilling elsewhere. Yeah, I saw his tweet, right, talking about y'all guys want to jump ship and not grind through the hard times, basically, is what it come out to be. Talk, calling him out. Yeah, I don't know. I always felt kind of there's been a dabbling of he's been definitely thinking about leaving Portland. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess it's just speculation just because of some of the way how he's acted, so. I was going to say, it's kind of like today's society. Like, we were shocked that he did that, you know, like took on that another two years, even though it looks like maybe that's more just us in the society thinking that you want to or you should. He did say in his uh, news conference or whatever after the signing that uh, he has a lo- he's had a lot of people in his ear to try to move him somewhere else or for him to go somewhere else, and ultimately he didn't feel like he should. Yeah, yeah. Two, one of two things here. One – He's just setting up the excuse for why he's not going to get a championship. He's like, I feel better this way anyway, even though I won't get a championship. Okay, cool. Or two, he knows that somebody is coming on the way, and he's going to say, see, I didn't have to leave. I just brought somebody here, which they, is eh, tomato, tomato. It's pretty much the same thing. You're bringing, uh, a guy, you're bringing guys together. You know I, don't, I don't know. Hold on. Who gets bashed between LeBron and D-Wade? You never hear anyone bash D-Wade for that, right? Yeah, but D-Wade also had a chip before that. He did. Absolutely. So, I think that's a little different. And I guess if it was, say, KD, like we talked about the other day. KD's okay, got Here, here's too, even a better so. one then. Nobody bashes Steph for KD coming, and Steph had a chip before that. KD gets murdered. Yeah, I guess like when I say this, I'm thinking the way he's talking. He's acting like you guys are taking the easy route by going somewhere else. When 
what's the difference between you going, say it's KD, going to play with KD somewhere versus him coming to play with you? You guys are still together, right? Gotcha. It's still that you just were like, you were just wanted. fortunate enough to stay with your team to yeah. do it. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. I, I love Dame Dalla, so I'm not going to, I'm not trying to talk shit, but it seems like he is kind of setting the stage for like an excuse. Like, see, this is why I never want to chip. Yeah. He said, he, he said something along those lines too, that uh, not getting a championship isn't, um, of course, he wants one. He'll sit there and keep, continue to fight, and he likes to, as long as they're competitive and have an opportunity to, he, he knows they'd be leaving everything on the court, so it wouldn't bug him near as much. Think he needs to tra- talk to Chuck, Charles Barkley. No shit. Who yeah. catches nothing but shit. Everything yeah. that anytime, anytime he has a conversation with anybody, it literally comes back to, how would you know? You never won a championship. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck's that have anything to do with anything? Yeah. yeah. Right? And, you know, they they haven't surrounded him with talent. They got rid of, you know, talent, C.J. McCollum being the one. Um, so I, I was surprised when this came out for sure. Uh, John Wall on joining the Clippers. I don't have to be Batman every night for us to win. That's, yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, like, I don't know if, first off, I don't know if you needed to say it because we already knew that. And you haven't been Batman for a while. Yeah. And when you were Batman, you didn't win much anyway, buddy. You were great. You were great for that spurt. Yep. But you didn't win then either. So that's you didn't need to say it. I do believe because I'm a John Wall guy because this is also in conversation with um, uh, what he's had to endure the last three years. It wasn't just and I, I guess I didn't realize this. I don't know if you guys did or not, but I saw now, that too. The thing with his, he lost his mom and his grandmother. Um, then he also obviously had the um, Achilles rupture. Now, usually that tends to end careers, but what the last three to five years that hasn't really been a career ender necessarily the yeah. Achilles. So hopefully he can come back and just be, you know, decently shades of himself and yeah. Yeah, They'll well, be he'll fit right in. He'll fit right in, right? Paul George misses plenty of time every year. Kawhi Leonard misses every, you know, <laughs> every season. Time every what year, was the so. last time he played? Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. So he'll fit right in, I guess. I think I gave more respect for Paul George last year than any other year that he's ever played. Right? Because he had nobody. He didn't have Kawhi. He had any of that. And then when everyone was talking shit, he actually raised his game up, which I didn't know he actually could because it's Not almost like, like that. Yeah. he almost seemed to like shrink in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? I do. Th- I think Tyloo's a good coach too. I do. Th- yeah. I genuinely think he's a good coach. If you just let a, sometimes, if you just let a coach be a coach and let him do his philosophy, sometimes it works out pretty well. <laughs> Set yeah, a button into sometimes. it, right? Uh, free agent offensive tackle Dwayne Brown was arrested in L.A. International Airport on Saturday for possessing a concealed weapon. Brown, a five-time Pro Bowl selection, posted ten thousand dollar bond and was released from custody. He played with the Seahawks last year. Got to stay strapped out in these streets. <laughs> no doubt. Got to stay strapped so you don't get capped. You know what I'm talking about. Right. You know what you're talking about. So you. 10 grand walk of the streets. Bat, like, no problem, right? Now, I think it was real. That kind of opened my eyes a little bit more on this one. But we do realize Brittany Griner is still in for marijuana, right? For a pen. I actually agree with you. You actually turned me the other way where it was like, 
you know what? You still broke the law. The law that you know that it was in a different, like in a hardcore country too. You didn't do that. So that's what their stipulations are. And I went back and looked and that's actually kind of what they give. Like you're lucky. If you get out as purely by name right now, like everybody else actually spends, I think it was like two to five years for that. Like that's what the sentencing record well, is. Well, you know, she was bashing the United States how she didn't want to live here and it was a horrible country and then now it's not so bad. All of a sudden she's hand writing letters to President Biden yeah, begging to, to bring her back. So Oh, that's weird. I saw a fucked up meme. She's hundred forty four days clean. <laughs> <laughs> I love the internet. So <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rams, Jalen Ramsey sparks Twitter discussion with Richard Sherman and Aqib Tlaib. Stack up my first six seasons in the league to any corner in history. Three-time first-team All-Pro and five-time Pro Bowler. Who else did that? It's only like two in history with a resume like mine in six years. He's wrong. But actually... He's wrong more to a positive of his credit. There's only been one, and that was with the AFL. It was like the Buffalo Bills, a dude that had the same credentials, but he only played a total of like seven seasons. Only played two more anyways. Right. You know, but uh, all these guys started turning it kind of into a challenge, right? Not a challenge like they because they're respecting respect. It's no one like true shit talking. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I don't know if you saw that too. They're like throwing their own stats on there and everything, but they're like, that's the reason why you're the standard. Like, so they give them a little, you know, little tip. Yeah. You know, after they put their stats out there. Uh, you know, I, I've <clears throat> I've come to realize I don't think Richard Sherman was as good as everybody thinks he is. Look how good that back seven was on that defense. The linebackers include. I mean, all the linebackers were good. The two safeties were good. You had, you know. Um, uh, shoot, what was his name? Went to prison, but he was balling out. Earl Thomas? Uh, no, is that the one I'm no, the corner on the other side. Oh, uh, um, big boy, uh, Brandon Boykins, uh, maybe. I thought uh, it was like Brandon, a Brandon Browner. 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 There you go, Browner. Brandon Browner. 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 Yeah, yep. he was balling out. Yep. Richard Sherman was playing. They had the, you had your two safeties. You know, uh, Bobby Wagner there. Uh, was KJ Wright? KJ Wright was there. I mean. That back seven was so loaded up. Right. Even, even the D line was, you know, good. And I just don't think he was as good as I think. Just that secondary was so studly that, you know, they all. I, I mean, I think that's where we saw Josh Norman's downfall. Right, once he got his massive contract. But Carolina's front seven was, and it actually wasn't even their back seven. It was their front defensive line that got after the quarterback. And then he, when he went to Washington, he got exposed because he wasn't a shutdown corner. He was right. the product of his D line. And I've started to realize I think Sherman's the same way, except it's flip-flopped. His, the back coverage was so good that, you know, you, you got plenty of help with both your safeties. Yep. Your linebackers are good. Your D-line was pretty solid still. Wait, you couldn't even, like, if you if you fuck up, yeah, you, ha- you have two <clears throat> bomb-ass, like, all-pro safeties back there yeah, two. To, catch you, to catch you up. And anything in the flat, you, yeah, like you just said, you had K.J. Wright and Bobby Wagner right yeah. there, right? So I'm I'm with you on that part. He, uh... I think he's always been for a dude that hated on Russell Wilson so bad. I'm like, you should be, should be kind of fucking giving a like pat on the back and almost like, hey, sorry type of situation because he yeah. kept you relevant for so many years. He did. When that secondary started dropping off, like what you said, Brent, well, it was first Brandon Browner, right? 
when they started dropping off and this, and then they thought they could slide anyone into the Legion of Boom, right? Right. We sh- we saw that didn't happen that no, way. It didn't happen. The the offense was not great yet. You had Chris Carson always getting banged up. Marshawn Lynch was on his last legs. He had some flashes, but you had Tyler Lockett there. And, you know, until recently, DK Metcalf, right? You had Tyler Lockett. And then it was a point where you could start two tight ends from from uh, Seahawks and Fantasy because that was all they had yeah. to throw to was those two and then Tyler Lockett. So, yeah, he kept them afloat for sure. Yep. Jalen Ramsey has every right to talk, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% yeah. Kind of wish he didn't all the time, but he's not wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Like, all right, bro, you're not wrong. Is he like the DK Metcalf killer? I don't think DK, DK has ever had a game against him, like a game. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Speaking of Josh Norman, did you ever see that? Like the It says the greatest, uh, the greatest infamous uh, photos that maybe in NFL history, and he has like four where he's getting like – stiff-armed out of the building. Have you seen that before? Like the four? I've seen some of his, yeah. He he just gets ran over, right? Yeah. He was definitely more overrated than Sherman, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because after he left there, like what he he said, after he left the Panthers. He's dog shit. Exactly. When they turned into, hey, we need you to shut down a side of the field, and we don't have a bunch of talent everywhere else, but we just want you to at least do that. Yeah. So no. Then he threw a fit about money, washed it, and doled it out, and then he sucked over there. Yeah. Uh, it was good for Des Bryant, I guess. Hey, you know, yeah. Tyree Kill says critics will be taking their words back on Tua Tugaviola this year. And the critics are literally everybody. <clears throat> he said, even the Twitter trolls, the writers, the other, you know, the other franchises around. You ready to eat your words on Tua? No. Yeah, I think I'm just ready to not hear about this anymore. <laughs> the trade ha- the trade happened. It's cool, whatever. You know, there was some stuff saying about Patrick Mahomes and whatever. It's not true. We know Patrick Mahomes and what he is, an all-pro, Super Bowl-winning quarterback, going to go down as pro. We're going to figure out a whole lot more about him this year. But I think he'll go down as one of the best quarterbacks to go down. Uh, you know, I know we're yeah, in Kansas City. Yep. Haters, but but he is. I, I think yeah. he still will produce. He's going to have some weapons. He's going to, you it's, know, they're, they won't, they won't be able to run the ball. He's going to throw a lot. He's going to get passing yards, and he's going to get accolades, I think. I'm with you. It's just, okay, As, now let's just wait till season comes out. And yep. Training camp's training camp, and you can show picks. But until somebody's guarding that guy, until somebody's rushing the passer, nothing means anything. Here's the deal. If Tua doesn't have a fucking blowout year, <laughs> There's definitely something wrong. Even an average quarterback should be able to do work with that, with those two receivers especially. But and that Gisecki offense should be too. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gasecki too. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, you have two le- 100% legit, like possibly one possibly Pro Bowl. The other one is an all-pro style. Mm-hmm. And then Gasecki, you have everything that you've asked for. And, you've ha- and you have a million running backs too. I think you signed like literally everybody, right, in Miami? Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you there. What is a good enough season for you that you that you would think about eating your words, or at least you'd be like, "Hey, that's not bad." What would the stat line have to look like? How many passing yards? How many touchdowns? I mean, I, I think he can look over four thousand passing yards. I think the running I think backs that's kind of the, I don't think the running backs are as good as we think they are. No, I think, I think they, they just got have a stable, stable of, of names. Just, they got a stable of names yeah. that they'll rotate through. But I, I think with the weapons they have. Um, to throw the ball, I think four thousand over four thousand yards is definitely a possibility, and, and to see him do that, I'd be like, okay. 
that yeah. that's where you'd be like, all right, yep, team team success too. I mean, you, you want to see ten wins at least, right? You know, right? You want to see him pushing for that um, wild card spot. So, okay. So, yeah. what would there have to be a touchdown mark with that too, though? Probably at least. I'm 25. sure it'll, co- it'll come with it. Yeah, it'll come with four thousand. I think yards. so. Yeah. So you wouldn't even worry about that part. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're getting four thousand yards, you should be getting like thirty tutties or so. Right? Four thousand, so. I think, is a perfect number. Like where you're like, first off, that's almost like the standard. That's like whether you're a prolific passer in this league or yeah. not, yep. right? So four thousand be the one. I'm like, all right, you yep. know, I let's stop talking shit like he's Patrick Mahomes because he's not going to be that. Right. Even though you guys know I'm kind of a Tua guy, <clears throat> I want him to succeed. I mean. But that's not going to be the same level. Patrick Mahomes is already he's already pushing what definitely top 15 quarterbacks of all time sitting right now. Right. Right? So, like, anything he furthers on that, it's like he's going to fall off a cliff here. Well, and it's In fact, he may only get better, honestly. We've talked about this. He's going to learn to see the whole field. He's yeah. going to have to learn instead to see the whole two, field yeah. instead of just those two. Yeah, he, it'll be fine for Tyreek to talk shit now, but he's a diva. So if he's not getting the passes, if he's not getting the yards, the whole accolades, everything, yep. he's going to be the first one to throw a fit. So you give him all the praise you want to now, you're going to be the first one trashing him. So you, you guys struggle. So you two are a little skeptical, of course, of Tua. I want him to succeed. I'm not saying I'm not skeptical. I just want him to succeed, I should say. Mm-hmm. Do – how do I want to word this? So – do you think or do you okay, let's put it this way cuz we're all fantasy guys. We all love fantasy, right? Do you want Tyreek as your number 1? Do you want him at, like if you had a pick of your number 1 wide receiver and they were all on the board of your favorites, would you want him over the rest? No. 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 Would you feel comfortable with him even if you mm. fell to you as your number 1? I would, yeah, I mean I, I could roll him out, yeah. yeah. But I mean if if I have, you know, sitting picks 1 through 4, I'm not picking him, you know. He's not going to be probably first round, right? Shouldn't it be? The people we play with, somebody will pick him, I think. Somebody will. I get that. But I'm just he saying, let, be, let's no. say, as I say, let's say he we're all be. like experts on there. You were, we, He shouldn't be going in the first no, for sure. No. And maybe not even the early part of the second. You probably more like <clears> later, in my opinion, probably be like later second half of the second. I, yeah, even, I could go yeah. late half, back half of the second. I, I could go. If I'm sitting there, I could go there, yeah. You'd be looking at him kind of like a, if you were the first overall pick on the turnaround at the end of the second. You would be happy with that, I'm sure. Yeah, that'd be fine. As long as you got a running back in the first one. Well, uh, the, that's the thing with Tyreek, though, too. Like, Tua doesn't have to chuck him. He can just get him in space, and yeah. he's going to put up points for you in fantasy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Which one do you want more? Real quick, and I'll move on. Tyreek or Jalen Waddle? Well, I would want Tyreek. You would yeah. want Tyreek over, over that? Over yeah. Okay. I assume the same for you, Rio? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Uh, we'll touch on uh, our man who we were just talking to, his favorite team. The Orioles beat Skidding Angels for their first eight-game single-season winning streak since 2005. That's, they're rolling. Yeah, yeah they are. Was that 17 years? Since the last time you had an eight, I'm not saying that's extremely easy to do. Anyways, I mean, yeah. if we went through, I don't know what the, I don't know. I get actually, I, I bet you it's easier than what we think. Like how many, twenty, twenty? What what did you say? Seventeen years of that. It's a long time, dude. That's a long time. 
and they're still under 500, I think, right? <clears throat> so they're still not yeah, that's great not for the a, season, but roster. they're on a roll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're building. They're building, right? Uh, keep with the Angels, though. Angel star Shohei Otani named American League All-Star team as pitcher and hitter yet again. Mm-hmm. Not shocked. Not shocked. He's done. Good, good season. Stephen A. said he could not be the face of MLB. Yeah, Do you guys remember why he said yeah, that he can't he's be? fucked up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, former Alabama running back uh, Kalen Robinson's 2020 uh, championship rings are listed for sale by a Las Vegas pawn shop, a.k.a. Pawn Stars, mm-hmm. for $60,000. Robinson transferred to Texas <clears throat> from Alabama last year. He redshirted, or not redshirted, I'm sorry, he took COVID year off when that happened. So he didn't play that year that they got that championship. He also is not the one listed as putting them up for sale, so meaning he sold them to somebody, yeah, and so then they're selling them. So yeah, so like secondary, because nobody knows if it's an uncle or anything like that. They have no idea like how they can cross them. There is an episode of it. Must not be living that good nil life, huh? Having yeah, to do that's shit all, like that. That's all you got for that? I thought a championship ring for Bama, that there'd be somebody, you know, someone, one of those – with all due respect, which I'm allowed to say. See, I caught up before this with one of those hicks from down south. That would be like, yeah, I'll do it. Them hicks from down south ain't going to have 60 grams. No. <laughs> Maybe not. Touche. Uh, Novak Djokovic defeats Nick uh, Kyrgios to win, this, to win his seventh Wimbledon title. He's also not going to be partaking in the U.S. Open because of his COVID Ooh. shots. Yeah, we'll not take the COVID chat, so he won't play. And I thought we were over this, but we are not. Yeah. Evidently. Stood. I'm still listening. Yeah. Well, that's the only reason why old boy got one in was at the, the Australian Australia, Open. Yeah. That's yeah. the only reason why he got it is because that man who was on one of the hottest streaks at the time couldn't partake in it because of a vaccination status. Right. Yep. So I heard on the radio by a few different – We I still literally hear this on the radio like this, too, anytime something like this comes up. He just needs to get his shots. Like I didn't yeah. know it was. I didn't know that was still like a thing. I really didn't. Yeah. I know it is in Canada, the Great White North, yeah, and you know, <clears throat> across the world. I mean, it kind of is. Uh, people were that still get your shots to go places and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird for sure. <laughs> He's got to weigh it out. He doesn't think it's worth it. So. He's stuck. He's stuck. He has stuck to it, so it isn't like it's. Yeah. Uh, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice joins the Denver Broncos' new ownership group, according to it's Rob Rob Walton, whatever one of the rich Walmart guys. Mm-hmm. Nice piece, uh, but we'll skip to Tony Romo wins his third American Century celebrity title in a playoff. He also won at Edgewood Tahoe in 2018 and 19. One hell of a golfer. One Sounds hell like of it. an announcer. One hell of a golfer. <clears throat> Hang Mo- up above clubs, average, above average quarterback. Definitely. No, I think he's better than that. No, he's above, He's better than that. Yeah. I wasn't even yeah. trying to full bait you. I, you have, I've already I said that. Be- I just think he's better than that. I, I don't think we realize how how bad the Cowboys' defense was. Over those, oh, I, over those years, I do. He got shortchanged because you weren't even paying this man who was undrafted. He's undrafted, right? Or is it like late round? 
I think he was, uh, he was undrafted. He was undrafted, right? Yeah. So you were getting away with peanuts on nothing for pay, right? Yeah. Forever. And, yes, eventually you did have to pay him, yep. absolutely. But during that time, you couldn't even put together a great team for him, no. Right. There's people that love and drool off of getting that quarterback, like, yeah. for instance, a Justin Herbert, or they did with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, by the time we got that good team around him, it was, you know, end of his career. Injuries are starting to play a major role. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, so he showed one hub of warrior spirit with me, like especially at that t- tail end because he wasn't a broken rib. I think we talked about it, it was San Francisco, yeah, and he went yeah. back, he went back into it or something like that, and mm-hmm. fought through that in that game. Granted, I think is that when Dak was on the team, his someone was yeah. breathing yeah, down, half-ass breathing yeah, down his neck, yeah. right? Yeah, he come in, but then Dak ended up playing whatever they went thirteen and whatever, and then playoff game they rode with Rome. Um, Dak still. So. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers' home venue to become Akershire Stadium, ending two decades as Heinz Field. Hmm. Yuck. Yeah. What? Why? Like, how could they not figure something out there, right? Yeah, no kidding. Like, why wouldn't Pittsburgh? I understand it's all about money. I get that. But to a certain extent, it's like, hold on. We're also used to calling this a certain thing. Like, it's we'll a, give you a discount. It's a year of changes, every, you know. Staples Center, Staples, whatever they went to. Yeah. What was that? Crypto. 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 Yeah. Year changes. <coughs> Everybody's offended. Everybody wants to change. Yeah. Who doesn't like ketchup? Mustard you, lovers. Mustard no, lovers? That's what it is. The mustard lobby. Come in there. <laughs> French's. Change. French's. Yeah. Yeah. Saboteurs. <laughs> Saboteurs. Conspiracy corner, real. Yep. I'm on it. Uh, Dodgers Stadium. Concession workers threaten strike ahead of the All-Star game. Evidently, it, it, oh, I can't remember the number off the top of my head. It's over 1,000 workers, and I guess they're part of a union that's out of, based out of Chicago. They don't know the demands yet. That's what I was going to say. What are they? I assume it's pay Yeah. or more vacation time, right? It's got to be one of those. Yeah. Nah, what are you talking about? You get that's the best time to do it, though, right? Because it's like the first time in like 42 years that yeah. the All-Star game has been at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. We want Dollar Conies. <laughs> okay. Free drinks. Free drinks, yes. <clears throat> and for my final one, is NBA Board of Governors expected to vote to make play-in tournament permanent? What are we thinking there? Yeah, sure. I mean, it keeps... I think it uh, ups the viewers for the NBA. You know, your team still has a shot. Um, I think, right, even you can still lose one and still have a shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's good for NBA for sure. I think they produced actually some of the better games. The only thing I di- – so I like it, but the only thing I don't like is that when a team like the Lakers <laughs> still technically, technically have a, sp- a shot at that, that, you know what I'm saying, to the end, like that's what yeah. – the news was like right, until they right. were officially officially out. Right, because I mean, in the back of your mind, you probably were like, "Man, they could, they've had the players to be able to get hot at the right time." And you just got to make the dance, right? Yeah. Uh, one other thing that just came across, well, came across here recently, I should say, is that your guy, uh, former Dallas Cowboy and Chicago Bear running back Marion Barber, died of a heat stroke. Yes, I did see that. Oh, that's what it ended up being, huh? Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I do have something. I want you to look this up, Jimmer. Okay. Did you see the trophy for the WNBA All-Star Game MVP? No. You need to look this up. WNBA hmm. All-Star you Game <clears throat> MVP. Speaking of trophies, uh, <laughs> Garner won that, that big trophy that was like nine foot tall, right? Yeah. The uh, trophies for second and third place were like to- small toilet bowl trophies. The one on the left. That's the trophy she got. Okay. I'm not... That's like a $10 Dollar Tree trophy, bro. Maybe it's all brass, man. Maybe, Dude, maybe it's, it's all fucking sterling terrible. silver. It is terrible. Why? What is Slim, that? Slim and, <laughs> what Slim is and that? sleek. Slim and sleek. Slim and sleek. Dude, right? that, dude, if they have something that they want to complain about, tell me that is a little sexist because that looks like a fucking tea kettle. Dude, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's rough. That thing is that's cute. Hold on. But this one chick that's holding it here is that's bigger than that one. I guess it's all depending on the size of your hand, yeah. right? <laughs> that girl's just big. <laughs> yeah, she's just that girl's just thick with a couple just, C's. <laughs> you got an ogre holding that trophy or something over here? Yeah, uh, like that. She may just make that trophy look small. No, it's tiny. They forgot to bring the trophy and had somebody run to Target. Dude, that's what happened. That's what happened. Okay, and it's, it's fucking terrible. But uh, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say was uh, it looks like the Pistons are going to try to sign Miles Bridges. Isn't he the one that was in... Mega trouble. Yes. Yeah. They're just, we don't give a fuck. Well, it's got to be. We're at, we're at that point, right? I did hear something. I don't see it on here yet. I don't know if you guys did see that. I saw, like, I heard the the NFL, the NFLPA are sending uh, s- sending their their own findings or this, that, and the other about their um, Deshaun, Watson. Deshaun Watson's case to, like, uh, whatever – some judge to see whether she believes that he should be suspended or not suspended or not, not or a not. number of games suspended or not. If this shit gets a zero game, <laughs> zero, the fi- they may start oh fires, my dude, God. right? They're, they're, they're trampling the town. Well, that, that's, that's a, that literally came across on Sirius XM sports. Texans have got to be pissed then, you know, so, he said a wow. year, you know, right? So yeah, right. Uh, and then my strange law, gentlemen, uh, in in Carmel, New York, a man can't go outside while wearing a jacket and pants that do not match. Classy, I like it. All right, I was say I kind of like that one. Then we don't have to see these ridiculous NBA outfits. What's the punishment? Death. Not enough. It should be yeah. stone <laughs> in the city square or something. City square. Right. Man, Damn. you have to take you have to take a hundred golden showers for people you don't know. What's golden showers? You're looking dead serious into that camera right now, like you like you haven't partaken in one or two yourself. Never. We've heard stories, wet works. bro. Wet works. Fun under wet works. Wet works. Hey, Craig we need to figure out what we're doing here. I'm a full bladder. <laughs> you used to listen to a lot of R. Kelly, and we know it. All right? Man. <laughs> R. Kelly, right? Uh, that's how, and that's what I got, gentlemen. Okay. Boom. Okay. All right. Uh, one of you guys got to make sense? I thought yeah, one of you did. I yeah, I was saying, I, I thought you had one from the other day. I haven't been able to use it. Um, just because we've had some guests and, and whatnot, uh, so I'll use it. Yeah, uh, so... 
I bought a slip and slide for my kids, right? And uh, <laughs> uh, I put this thing out in the backyard and uh, staked it down. I put stakes in it so it wouldn't blow away, right? And uh, so the wind wouldn't steal it, right? That's not who I had to worry about, though. Um, <laughs> there is a bunch of apartments next door. And apparently, they like to steal things. Because allegedly, out, allegedly looked out, <laughs> looked outside like the next day, and the hose had been unhooked from it, and it was gone, not there. And it's like, what the hell? It, was, it couldn't have blown away, right? It was staked down yeah. with like eight stakes. Um, it was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, you know, kind of look around, kind of we we're like, did it blow away by chance? You know, and looking around. Look across the street at the apartment complex, and what is stretched out in the lawn, staked to the ground. They took your fucking stakes, <laughs> They took my fucking stakes. <laughs> they fucking staked this bitch down. They took the damn slip and slide. No water hooked up to it. I don't know if they were just peeing on it and going, and I don't know what the hell was going on, but they straight up jacked that shit and just stretched it out beside the apartment complex like, oh, that's my, oh, they were trying to get rid of it. Yeah, no, that's not the case. They took that shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Did you, did you walk over there and get it? Oh, uh, yeah. I snatched that shit back up. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Why don't you just take your hose over for him? Right. Yeah, run <laughs> the water across the, yeah. Yeah, run across the street. Yeah, run across the street. Just no give kidding. him a day of fun, yeah. No How kidding. do... And I could be assuming, and I could be assuming wrong altogether here, by the way. But how do the parents not look outside? Like, where the fuck did you get that? Yeah, no kidding. Right? Like, if my kids brought something like that, and it's up in my yard, and I know I don't have one. Yeah. Bro, the parents staked it down. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. This is a collusion. Some, I don't know. There's some shady people over there. Freaking, uh, they got Orion pretty good the other day. So, we went outside, and they let our dog Mavis off the, the leash. But um, the lady hollers over, and I let the dog in or whatever, and the boys are outside with her, and. She's like, is that your little black dog? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, she pooed over here. I'm like, oh, okay. And Orion's like, no, she didn't. She didn't run over there. And I'm like, what do you, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe she did. He's like, no, I was watching the whole time. So I'm like, get a plastic bag. Maybe she ran over there, you know. Um, Orion, Shut you, wear, up. you wear glasses, right? Shut it, up. It, so, yeah, we walk, <laughs> we walk over there. She's like, yeah, your dog pooed right there in front of the deal. No, she didn't. This poop was like freaking weeks old, hard and crusted up. It wasn't even. I was like, I don't fucking think so. Get the hell out of here. You can eat shit. No, he so, did. He did. Did you leave it there? I picked it up and I put it on the front doorstep. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. The, yeah fuck that shit. This weird like, people next door. Like We're not. This I don't think you guys are going to get along, are you? Oh, uh, yeah, we are. We are? Mm-hmm. Doing they get along up. good. Yeah, yeah, great. No, I'm Rio's make, very forgiving. Very forgiving, but my German Shepherd isn't. So I'm gonna <laughs> make the run a little longer so she can reach the edge of the sidewalk. Um, <laughs> so come on over if you want. <laughs> no, I, I highly recommend you don't do that. Even when you know the guy and you go in there, there's she is not personable. She's yeah. protective. Yeah, what's a like kind of hellhoundish? Like, mm-hmm. what are you yeah. going in to see Chris for? Not friendly. Chris was evidently on the pooper at that time. Scared the shit out of me. I've been known to do that in my house. (laughs) Uh, Words of wisdom, you know, if you're going to steal something, at least hide it, I guess. I don't know. Come on. Put it in the backyard? Yeah. Somewhere else that the party that you took it from, like, be a better thief, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, be nice to your neighbors. goddammit. it. Yeah, maybe don't steal. Yeah, let's, don't let's steal. Yeah, don't don't steal. steal. Be nice to your neighbors. Like like I said, like I was saying, like I wouldn't mind if the boys were out and the kids want to come over and play on it, but don't take it. And then this, I know what happened. So it's notorious. Uh, I guess people in Des Moines do this, but they probably came over, put a free sign on the slip and slide, and then, and then came around the block and picked it up. There you yeah. go. You shouldn't have been trying to give it I away know. for free. It, it's a weird neighborhood. Somebody there's there was a bike that was just dumped in our yard, <laughs> so I, I I just lifted, I uh, leaned it against like the tree or whatever or my boat. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't know who this is. Yeah. Maybe maybe you didn't. You've only been over there for what a year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you didn't realize that that neighborhood is very neighborhood friendly and they share their stuff. Sharon is caring, even if it is old lady. <laughs> Sharon is caring. She tried to share the uh, poop Makes video. sense if you she don't did. think about yeah, it. Makes sense. Absolutely. Well, we're going to go ahead and start to wrap her up, ladies and gentlemen. So if you found the podcast anywhere out there on the interwebs, make sure you like, subscribe, share. Give us a rating. That really helps us expand our reach. The podcast is available where, Jimmer? Anywhere and everywhere you possibly think of. Spotify, YouTube, 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 Amazon, music. Uh, what else we got? iHeartRadio. We're, we're everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere that you can find your podcast. Absolutely. And we love to tell a good story. If you've got something you want us to share, go ahead and slide on in. To our DMs. Get us that story. We'll get it out to all the folks that want to hear it. We can omit names, whatever you want. We're going to get that story out to all the folks as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're looking for a workout app, download FitBot. It generates workouts, shows you how to do new lifts, tracks your workouts. You can use our code 3GIG for 25% off. Download that FitBot. Don't forget code 3GIG for 25% off, folks. All right. Uh, we are, what, less than a month out? Yeah, two and a half weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks. North Iowa fights, 30th. Uh, one hell of a card. I think he has three pro fights again, right? At the top. I mean, not again, but I mean, he had more in the yeah. last one, but still stacking up to be pretty damn good. I thought he was bringing another one. Is it from uh, Nate or Nick Diaz's academy? Is this one He's that trying. he filmed? I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. But, yeah, going to be a good card coming up here in, you know, two weeks or so. There we go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Geek Sports. We out.